Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guests and nice adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. My new album, White Knuckle Life, as well as my other original records, are available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, etc. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. Also, consider helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, word of mouth, etc. Happy Thought of the Day is by Tom Petty. Go after what you really love and find a way to make that work for you. And then you'll be a happy person. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to the Mark Steering Music Podcast. Enjoy! Back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 39. Last week's gigs wrap-up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. It was a beautiful night outside, so I played out in the back patio. I gave my little elementary school friend, Ella, an extra harmonica I happened to have, and she had a lot of fun playing along to the blues songs. Friday, I played a solo show at Nova in Hudson, Wisconsin. I set up outside in the patio... Three songs in, it started raining. So with the help of the trusty Nova staff, got me set back up inside and played the full show. It was a good time. Saturday, Allie Gray, Brian K. Johnson, and myself rocked out at Petey Pappy's out on the poop deck. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous day outside. Great to see so many familiar faces out there. Great crowd. We love playing out there. That trio is coming together very, very nicely. Uh, afterwards, we loaded up the car and drove to Breezy Point, Minnesota, where on Sunday, Brian K. Johnson, Brian Big Ticket Liggett, and myself rocked out at the 6th Annual 7 Eighths Jam in Jenkins, Minnesota. It was perfect weather, and it was one of the funnest band shows in recent memory. The Soup Bones that also played that day, of course, were entertaining as always. The food was awesome. Tons of friends up there, and looking forward to next year. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, July 13th, 2016, I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 6 to 8 p.m. Friday, July 15th, 2016, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rocking out at Lucky's 13 in Plymouth, Minnesota from 8 to 11 p.m. Saturday, July 16th, 2016, I'll be playing a solo show at Harbor Bar in Hager City, Wisconsin from 2 to 6 p.m. Side note, Sunday, July 17th, 2016, my buddy Jumpin' Jim Brunzel will be throwing out the first pitch and autographing his new book at the St. Paul Saints game at 5 p.m. Guest this week is part one of three with the popular Minnesota guitar extraordinaire, Luke Kramer. We discuss Martin Zeller, Mike Campbell of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Shake Them Ghosts, 
Boz Skaggs, etc. Enjoy the conversation. Mr. Luke Kramer. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Mark Stary Music Podcast. Cool. Thanks for having me. How you doing today, my friend? I'm doing great. It's a nice day out. And it's a beautiful day. Yeah. We're here in beautiful St. Paul, Minnesota, in my basement. So <laughs> any noise in the background, that's the dog, the therapy dog, Copper, in the background, chewing on a, a deer horn, yes. which is always cool. And uh, we're just sitting here. I haven't seen Luke in a while, and, and we're sitting here just catching up. Thought we'd hit record and, and cut a podcast or so. So how have you been doing there, Luke? Uh, doing good. Still, you know, plugging away, playing, and, you know, I don't know. What's your tattoo say? Uh, t- well, I got a couple on my arms. Um, this, this, this one is, uh, uh, it's, well, not my wife anymore, but it's, it's my kids and, my, and their mom. And then same thing over here, her name and, and, and a nice saying. And then this is my oldest daughter, and it says, God's gift. Cool, so, man. Which is cool, because kids are. And then, I, yeah, I have two kids. Nice. Five and 15. Wow. So, yeah. That's an age jump there, for sure. Yeah. Guess which one was a surprise. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time I get a tattoo, if I ever get one, I'll, I'll have you on again. I'll there you go. I'll tell you the story behind that. So, anyway, so Luke is one of the classic guitar players in the Twin Cities, as far as even when I was in a kid or even in high school and college I knew who Luke was been doing we used to rock while, out with yeah. GB and stuff so I kind of just want to talk about what you have going on now kind of your story yeah. etc um, so you said you were playing with Martin Zeller last night Yeah, we well, yeah, we did an acoustic thing up in Maple Grove. Um, that's most of what I'm doing these days. I, I uh, God, I'm trying to think of timeline. Uh, I did. I started with him. I was still in the band Rocket Club, and he called me to see if I wanted to. Uh, he had just come out with his last album, Rooster Crow, which is really cool. Check it out. It was a West Coast tour for a couple weeks, and Rocket Club was kind of in down mode at that time over the winter, so I went out and did that, and we hit it off really good, and I've known him on and off just because, obviously, I mean, in the old days, it was GB and Zeller and Mahoney, and everybody was just going, you know, and, but uh, then, excuse me, on and off for the next couple years, I just swapped out gigs whenever he needed somebody and I was free, I would do it, and then I guess about three years ago, I just, I kind of took a step back a little bit and um, just took all his gigs and it's it's been great I love doing it he's a great guy and okay how often do you guys play him? um in the summertime a lot every week and we did we did four last week um, and we just did the one last night he took off he doesn't live in the US anymore he lives in Mexico so it's yep. so he'll come back and forth but he'll be back by next weekend and we'll do stuff and then winter time it slows down a little bit and so it's not I mean it's not as busy as the old days but you know I don't know if anybody's playing as much as like Leighton used to be, do back in the you know late night or mid to late nineties and stuff yeah. like that, where we were just going four or five nights a week every night, you know. And do you miss that crazy schedule? Uh yeah. I wish that it, it. It's just there's not a, as much of a bar scene as there used to be. No, you know. And it's even with with Martin, uh, him and I 
do a lot of like corporate stuff and a lot of duo acoustic stuff and and uh and so it, it you know it stays busy and it's fine but it's yeah no i i do miss i mean i wish it was back to i wish we were all as young as we were then but it was it was <laughs> i mean you know shit we were around oh that's fine okay yeah you uh i mean you were around back in those days too man it was yep. it was fun it was every bar in town was packed and just thumping every night and everybody went out and you know, it just seems like a different scene these days, but it's still great. I mean, there's still all the same great players in town and so many cool new young ones coming up and, yep. and, uh, it's just different, you know? Yeah. But so are you, do you guys have any upcoming recording projects in Martin or anything we, like that? You know, we went down to Austin, Texas last August and we got about half a record done. Really? Yeah. And we did it with, it was, uh, Martin and Nick Ciola and myself okay. flew, flew down and we used another guitar player friend of ours down there. Um, and then we used, uh, 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 man, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, but he's a uh, Joe Ely's drummer. Really? And so, yeah, it was really cool. And we worked at a really nice studio out in, it's actually a little bit out of town called Dripping Springs, Texas. And, but we, yeah, we got about half a record done and, but we just, I don't know. We haven't talked about it since then. We just—it's like we we keep saying we're going to finish it, and we just kind of go, oh, well, and it's you know, and it's been almost a year now. But have you incorporated any of those songs into no. your new set? No. What are you guys playing as far? See, well, who's all in the lineup live now? When you had the full band, I know Allie. Well, Allie's around when we do uh, Allie Gray, who's awesome. is around when we do Neil gigs and then sometimes we do what's called Zeal which is just a mixture of a lot of the Neil Diamond stuff and, and then the, the Martin stuff and, and you know because he wrote everything all over the years every everything that we do when we play incorporates basically Gear Daddies to present okay. you know so it's all the Martin solo albums which are great and all the Gear Daddies albums which are great and then you know, but the core of the band is Martin, Martin Zeller, Nick Ciola, myself, and then Jordan Carlson is the drummer now. Okay. And he's been, and Jordan is fantastic. And, and, uh, it's, so it's the four of us and then we augment, um, when we need it for, okay. for different things. So very, very cool. Um, what's some of your favorite songs of his to play? Do you like those classic ones? Is he sick of them yet or what? Wow. It's people like them. So you play them. I mean, it's, you know, I'm def. I, I, I was in GB for so long that I, I definitely get the whole, you got to play the same damn thing every night, <laughs> you know? And I'm fine with that. I like I like a lot of the ballads. I, I really do, and I like the real more country stuff. Okay. So um, Statue of Jesus is one of my favorites. Well, I'm sitting downtown the Statue of Jesus Hey, Mary, Trying to think songs like Everything We Had and I actually cover Statue of Jesus. Myself. Really? See, I love that. It's such what a key do you do it in E. That's what I do too. Yeah. And so we just you know, I, I like them all. They're fun to play. When we do the Gear Daddy stuff, I play them note for note because you know, I don't want to mess with people's they 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 want those songs like Randy played them yeah. on the albums, and so I do them just like Randy did. And uh and then the other stuff I kind of stretch out uh, in his more recent stuff and just because we you know We've been playing together so much now okay. that we kind of have our own thing. But, um, yeah, I just, man, I like it. It's fun. I, You know, I've always been, uh, I mean, you're a singer-songwriter 
I am not so much. I mean, I put out a solo album, but I'm a guitar player. And I do better when I find somebody I really dig and then do what I do to make them comfortable and hopefully better. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I always look at like Mike Campbell, Tom Petty's guitar player. <laughs> most underrated guitar player in the world most people you know everybody knows all the big hot shots and it's like a guy like Campbell is like Petty you know doesn't move without him you yeah. know and, and that's what you shoot to be you go you be that guy that you sit there and go you know I want I want the guy who I'm playing for to be going if he does something he goes well I'm bringing Luke you know what I mean it's like <laughs> that's awesome and man. that's what you sh that's what I shoot for is I just play for the song play for what you're doing and it you know you got plenty of time to show off usually, but you know, for the most part, I just like I like playing good songs. And I've always I've been lucky enough that I've always I mean for twenty some almost thirty years worked with really good singers and songwriters, and so I've always had good stuff to work with. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. Was uh, I know that Tom Petty did a, a Full Moon Fever mm -hmm. was like his solo one in the middle, I believe. Yeah, and wasn't that produced by Jeff Lynne? Yeah, it was produced by Jeff, Jeff Lynne, but they was did Campbell it. in that. No, group? they did it at Jeff Campbell. I think they did a lot of the stuff at Campbell's house at his studio. No, he plays everything on it. So I he mean, was in on that. In oh that yeah, I don't too. think I don't think Petty's done anything in his career that he hasn't had Campbell on. Oh, you know, yeah. and he's so it's awesome, man. yeah, that's he. I mean, he's like the parts guy. Where it's like, try to play one of those songs and don't play those parts. I mean, play Breakdown and don't play that riff. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. You can get rid of, you, you can do a lot of other songs and kind of, eh fudge around a little bit but it's like those songs you you know and i liked it when i record with somebody i try you you want to come up with one of those parts that you, when you hear if you hear a band cover it and we've been lucky enough over the years it's like i've heard bands cover like opening bands will play a gb Layton song or something yep. like that and it's pretty freaking cool to hear somebody play your part off the record because you sit there awesome. and yeah and you're sitting there going all right far out you know so obviously you did something good if somebody thought oh you better keep that in there so. yeah that's all. Yeah, that's that's what you strive for for sure. The signature licks, man. Yeah. Um, so when you do cover, when you do work with Martin Zeller or whatever, and I was gonna ask that. So you stick to the when you do the Gear Daddy stuff exactly <sighs> for yeah ninety. I mean, I'm trying to think of the only, you know, certain songs like uh, God, what's the one? Wear your crown or something like that. Or I mean, especially Stupid Boy. I play what's on the record yeah. because that's what people want to hear and that's what they grew up hearing and that's, you know, it's like there, there's no reason to throw my own ego into it and, you know, ah, I got something better, yeah. you know, and so I, I yeah, I've, most of those I play. I think the only thing that I, we, the song, what, Dream Vacation in the Dells. Just tell the boss I got to be the best week of our lives I can tell. She got Dream Vacation in the Dells. Yeah, I love We song. just go off and we just turn it into a super fast train beat country you know and so then i just i don't play what he plays i just go just jam and you know but and it just started we never talked about it, it was just one of those it was like we were playing it and it's it, it already is a fast country song and i just love that stuff just the super fast chicken picking and i would and i did i was like is this okay and he's like go you know so <laughs> i love that song i haven't heard that in a million years yeah um, while you were down in Austin, I remember we used to open for you guys over at O'Gara's and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. You and I used to talk uh, um, 
Texas country scene. Are you still listening to that stuff? Yeah, totally. It's and when you're down there, did you catch any shows like we, Charlie Robinson? Or oh, I would Are you love still listening to, to him? I, I do. I, I his actually. God, what was the last one? That um, Beautiful Day. Have you heard that? I have not. Holy cow! Get it. It's great. And it's a beautiful day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. It, it's 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 a little bit older now. It's one of those, but it's his big like. It, it's a it's just a great album. Yeah, he's still great. Listen to him. Uh, uh, Dave Grissom, who's one of my favorite guitar players, who used to be with Joe Ely, all his stuff that he comes out of down there. Um, really good friend of mine, uh, Jesse Duke, is in Stony LaRue's band down there. Stony LaRue? Yeah. Oklahoma Breakdown? Yeah. Tell me that you love me if it's true. I don't want no one, baby, if I can't have you. Oklahoma Breakdown, the show do got you crying. So and so I, I I've kind of listened to some of that and everything because that's a really good I mean the band is killer and Jesse's he's actually a Minnesota guy too oh cool and uh, um, but uh, so check that out and uh, uh, yeah I mean a lot of stuff I still I I'm so not a radio guy I I listen to the same stuff I was listening to ten years ago and a lot of you know not a lot of guitar player stuff I guess but just old country and you know I'm trying to think of what's I have a Danny Gatton album in my... The, <laughs> actually, yeah, Danny Gatton joined G, D. Francesco, which is like a jazz organ trio thing. That's which is, cool. that's Yeah, and that's what's on my stereo right now. But. Do you like cross-Canadian ragweed or those guys down there? Uh, yeah, I've heard a little bit. I don't know much about it. We played with those... With GB, we opened for those guys once. Did you really? Yeah. That, How'd that, that go? It was fun. It was out at the zoo. Huh. And so I didn't know much about them back then, but uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. They seemed like nice guys, you yeah. know? You guys be twice their height, though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I mean, that's the, th- oh, God, we had so much fun because we just, we played so much back then. And so we just got to open for, like, so many freaking cool people and, and just, you know, we were gone all the time, but it was fun. It was, yeah. you know, we just. Believe me, I'm going to be asking about some of oh, that yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, right on. So, <laughs> for sure. Um, so, what, do you guys have any big shows that you're excited for this summer coming up? With, um. Well, I, I am doing. I'm, with Zeller, I'm trying to think. I should have looked at my schedule before I came over here. Um, I know we have stuff coming up. I don't. You guys playing State Fair again or no? No, not this year. I'm not doing it either this year. So it's. Uh, yeah, I don't. Honestly, don't. I. I could go upstairs and look at my in my oh, backpack. I have my schedule, <laughs> but uh, uh, I am playing a really cool one with. Um, I I do a band. It, it, not all the time, but uh, it, uh, Pamela McNeil. On the Mississippi, there's no place that I'd rather be. It's better than the salty sea, stronger than the biggest ocean that I've ever seen. I don't know if you know, she has a Rumors and Dreams, which is a Fleetwood Mac tribute show. Oh, that's sweet. And it's the band is. Freaking Tom Bard, who used to be in GB Layton too, and yep. then it's Pam McNeil, Mary Jane Alm, Billy Thomas, who I played with in Rock Club, and also from Johnny Lang's band. And it's a nine-piece band, and it's a, it's amazing. And we've been doing it for about God, probably four years. Wow. But we don't play a lot of gigs because it's nine people in nine different bands, and so it's a lot of theaters and a lot of. Um, but we're playing Summertime by George, which is up in St. Cloud, and it's 
it's that gig is the weirdest anomaly. You're like it's St. Cloud and it's this big park and even even a band that like you don't know the name of would show up and I bet 8,000 people would show up. And so when you get wow. when you get a really cool band or you get like Johnny Holm or the Fabulous Armadillos, the Armadillos I think just played there recently and I think they said 19,000 people. What? And so yeah, I know. It's the weirdest thing. We played up there with Martin last year and it was it was like over 10,000 people. And they just cuz it's this huge park and they just they all come down and picnic and get beers and hang out and it's it's so that's kind of a fun gig. It's I mean it's a it's they just have this really nice it's like playing the Harriet Banshell or something. They have a pavilion like that and mm-hmm. and just but then it's just just this huge park and you're like going, do this many people even live in St. Cloud? You know, but uh, so that's kind of a cool one. But I always tell people to check the like the website, but I'm, we're not very good at updating it. Yeah. But, um, so you covering all Lindsey Buckingham parts then? Yeah. There's well, there's three guitar players. There's Boyd Lee, who's amazing, and he does all the acoustic stuff. And then Jay Graff and I split all the all the electric work. Okay. And, and you and, guys just pick what solos you're taking. Yeah, we you been, stick pretty close to that or kind of that one. We stick bit? pretty close. I mean, we, everybody kind of does their own thing, but we stick same thing, man. People, those songs are like locked in your head. You don't want to get too weird. You know, it's like, and it's kind of, that's pretty, honestly, I think that's the only band I've been in in my whole life where I, I, I do try to, I, I, growing up, I got an original music, like so young, that I never really went through that whole route of cover bands where really nailing the parts. And so, and this is one of the few bands where it is, where you're like going, ah, you know, you know when you play certain songs, you're like, people want to hear that solo, you know? Yeah. So you better, you, you, you know, you might bend it a little bit, but you're, you're staying pretty close. But What's some of your favorite ones to play? Um, <laughs> I'm blanking, sorry. Uh, dun, dun, dun. I don't want to know, that's kind of fun. Song. So Afraid is really cool. That's kind of an obscure song, but we okay, do like I a three-part harmony guitar solo. And, um, Are you singing harmony, too? No, I don't sing at all in that band. We have uh, um, Jeff Engholm, who's freaking amazing, and so he does, you know, and Tom Bard singing harmony and, and, uh, and uh, Boyd Lee, and so it's... I. I can do it, and I'm, good, I'm a good harmony guy in a rock band, but yeah. not, not when you got, when you got actually really good people. I just kind of... <laughs> I stand in the back... <laughs> So. so what is the website, though, people want to check it out? Just look them up on Facebook? If you look or? on Facebook and just do Rumors and Dreams or Pamela McNeil, you can always find out where we're playing. I know we have dates coming up, like I said, that, and I know we have some Chan Hassan dinner or the theater dates. Um, there's not a lot because, like I said, it's tough to book out. You know, we book, like, sometimes, like, a year in advance because all these theaters are... But it's a cool show. It really is a cool show, and the players are great. I mean, I spend half the night just smiling, listening to everybody else, you know, so yeah. it's, that's a fun band. When you're playing a show in front of like 19,000 people or at a theater show where mm-hmm. they're staring at you the whole time, do you have any trouble with nerves at all? Or what goes through your mind um, when you're doing this stuff, especially when you're rocking Lindsey Buckingham stuff? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I definitely am not, I wouldn't say, I, oh, I don't think about it. And it's like, yeah, God, of course I get nervous, you know, and especially in the old days when we play like, you know, growing up, I mean, you know, when Brian and I, in the early days of like GB, you know, we, we had to go through a transition of like, of, uh, you know, playing the bars and then all of a sudden the bars are packed and then you move up and you're playing bigger places and then they're packed. And then also, you know, and then you're out on the road and you're playing with, you know, Huey Lewis or the Bodines or, 
you know, this kind, yeah, it, it does a number on your nerves, but you're so excited to do it because it's new, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And I was talking to my, my daughter the other day about, because she just went to see some, I don't even I know who she saw, but at the Orpheum. And I was telling her that I played there once. And uh, Brian and I opened for um, Boss Gags. <laughs> Yeah, who I like, you know, and and uh, I actually. What's Boss Gag's big song? Uh, Break down dead ahead or Lido, oh, 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 you know, right? Great. And so yeah, and but it was so cool. You're walking on, and you know, and I grew up. I'm a Minneapolis kid, and so it's like yeah, I grew up going to things at the Orpheum, and, that, and that's pretty nerve wracking too. You're walking out on that big stage, and it's just the two of us with acoustics, and that was pretty early on as far as doing some of those things. And so you know, but then you get to where you just you're like you're digging it, and you yeah. want you want to do them, and it's not. You know, and when you're, you know, when, I mean, you know this because you play all the time too. It's like when you play a lot, you're comfortable and you're, you know, and you're more like, yeah, let's get them, you know, and it's, you're not scared because you know the music and you know that your songs are good and you're just going to go out and try to do it again and then do it again tomorrow and do it again the next day and see what happens, you know. And it's like, I like that, you know. That's awesome. I mean, I'm a player, man. I do, you know. What kind of rig are you playing nowadays? Um, I, God, I got so much stuff. I'm always pretty much, well, yeah, I can't even imagine the last time I played something different. I'm a telecast, Fender Telecaster guy, and forever. And I got a bunch, but I stick to the same old beat up one most of the time. And, um, new vintage amps out of Duluth are freaking amazing. And I, I have a few of those, uh, that I met the guy really early on and he built me some really cool ones that are a lot kind of Vox AC30 kind of stuff. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I still have a lot of Mesa Boogie stuff from when I was younger and I use those a lot. I just, uh, we just played a show at Mystic on the 4th of July, big outdoor thing. And I used a couple old boogies that I had. Um, I got some great old fenders. Uh, I have an original 64 Vibrolux that's pretty dang cool. So Jeepers. Yeah, I use that. With with Martin, with, with the Zeller gig, I tend to use a lot. Of, it's not a big rock show, and so I tend to use more combo amps, and I, so I use the Vibrolux a lot, or some of the boogies and things like that, just because we're not... It's not like the GB days where... I remember at one point I had you know, two Fender Twins behind me just cranked and it was just, you know, <laughs> ripping your head off and it's, yeah, it's not so much like that anymore. But oh, How are your ears doing? Pretty good. I don't know. We'll find out. Mine ring like crazy. Yeah, well, ears. they ring, but, it's, <laughs> but they've been ringing for so long that's normal, you yeah. know, but. Oh, man. Well, this podcast gets to be about, I try to keep it around a half hour long. Okay, yeah. So do you mind sticking off? Do yeah, another please. part or two? Yeah, yeah. Um, so every week I do a story behind the song segment. Yeah. So it's kind of going through your stuff today, and since we do, all maybe next episode we'll talk about your GB years, sure. and your opening, and all yeah. that stuff, and maybe Rocket Club, and yep. we'll get into your how you started up and whatever. But uh, I was kind of going through some stuff, looking for some signature riffs. Yeah, and off of uh, uh, GB's, you guys, the record "Shake Them Ghosts" in yeah. two thousand seven, the song "Twisted." I always kind of like that guitar. Yeah. So what's the story behind that recording or that lick or that song, whatever? Um, boy, I can't. I'm trying to think. That was I it, probably one of the funnest records to make, honestly. It was the whole the band was really fun back then and everybody got along and then Don Dixon came in and produced it and Don had done 
like all the early REM records. Oh, cool. And so we just, we, I was fans of, he, you know, he was, and he's just like the sweetest guy. And so we just had, to, and we, and Kenny Arnoff from Mellencamp played drums. Oh, he's cool. And man. so it was like, it was for five days I sat, and when we tracked basics for five days, uh, Nick Salisbury, the bass player, my, yep. and myself, and Kenny Arnoff sat in the main room. Kenny in the middle and Nick on one side, me on the other, tracking for five days. And it was just like, and Kenny's like the funnest, coolest, manic. So he's just like telling stories and, you know, and he'd be sitting on his phone texting and all of a sudden you're like, oh, we're going, oh, and he'd pick up sticks and then just be amazing. And so we just had, it was really fun. It was a fun record to make. And just because everybody involved was cool, you know. Um, I can't remember who actually came up with that riff it probably was brian he kind of he came in with all the basics of the songs by then that cool guitar yeah but i yeah i don't i i I don't know it's a while ago i can't remember exactly but it's 2007 yeah you guys made a music video for that one too i remember that we did we made a lot towards (laughs) that we had a really well we still have a really good friend his name's mike plant who's that's his job is doing commercials and stuff and he hooked us up and made some really nice videos and we did the you know live dvds and stuff like that and it was all his people and yeah it was really how'd you guys get a hold of kenny arnoff through Don, through Don Dixon. He okay. called him, and they were friends, and they'd worked on a lot of stuff uh, together. And so we just, I mean, it's surprising, man, guys like that. You know, it, they're amazing, and they're rock stars to a lot of guys like us, but they're just trying to work, too. And so he's like, oh, I got a week open. All right, I can go to Minnesota and do a record, you know. Nice. And so Who we, was drumming for you guys at that time? Uh, Ryan Inselman had just started. I think, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think he, he was pretty new. Before that, we had Eric Ballard, who's awesome, and then he left, and Ryan Inselman came through, and right now he's playing with Cat Perkins. I should and have him on the podcast. He's you should. He's great. And he's uh, always such a nice guy. He's the greatest. I'll, yeah, if you don't have his number, I'll give it to you. All right. Uh, it's he. It's, so he came in, and it was one of those where you know we did kind of go like, geez, you know, are, we're getting Kenny Arnoff. Can we please? And he's like, yeah. So he just you know he just hung out. And uh, he just hung out the whole time, and and yeah, it was, we just had a great time that that week, and and made a cool record, and and uh, I still, yeah, it's one of my favorite records Very that, cool. that I think we did. So awesome, man! Well, yeah. Luke Kramer, thank you yeah. so much for being on the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Thank you. Please stick around for part two. Woo-hoo. Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for a new podcast about life and times in the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you or your business are interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact me via email at Music at gmail.com. Also, if you get a chance... Please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time.
Jackson, her car. Take a 